Hey guys, today's show is brought to you by a brand new documentary streaming on Amazon, iTunes, and at neargeniusfilms.com. And it's called Navy SEAL, Target of Opportunity. It's a really intriguing documentary about two Navy SEALs who end up being the last two people to see this woman alive after partying at a bar. And it was created by a former Navy chief who worked with Navy SEALs for most of his career. And he's since turned into an anarcho-capitalist documentary filmmaker. It's a really interesting story. It tells a lot about our judicial system and our military-industrial complex. I think you guys are going to like it, so go to neargeniusfilms.com or stream it on Amazon or iTunes. It's called Navy SEALs Target of Opportunity. Okay, let's get the show started. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode, a special 4th of July recording of the Peddling Fiction podcast. I, of course, am... Your host, the one and only Johnny the Gentile Profita, the purveyor of so-called fiction. I hope everybody's enjoying their holiday weekend. You better hurry up and celebrate those freedoms before they vanish right before your eyes, or at least what's left of them disappears right before your eyes. For those of you living under a rock, that has been the trend for the last couple of hundred years. It's a slow eroding of our freedom and liberty. And that trend has been picking up steam and is not going to stop anytime soon. And that's why I always find it funny that we celebrate our independence every year. Even though every year we celebrate it, we're, we're celebrating less independence and liberty than we had the year before. I mean, pretty soon we're going to be under a, a, a full communist dictator celebrating our independence from Great Britain. And uh, the irony will not be lost on me and shouldn't be lost on any of you as well. <laughs> but anyway, we'll get into more on that a little later on in the show. I wanted to thank a lot of you have um, answered the call to action, fo started following me on Twitter. I'm starting to get uh, a, a few more Twitter followers piling in. But still, a lot of you guys, you know, th there's a big discrepancy between my, my Twitter following and my podcast download numbers. So if you haven't already, follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. And don't forget to join the private Facebook group. Got a, a few hundred people in there now, and it, it seems to be a lot of fun for everybody. That's a, another great way that we can connect and communicate, create content, things like that. So that's on Facebook. I think that's, that's all I have to report, really. Um, I, I do appreciate a few people have reached out with um, some offers on things for me to do this 4th of July weekend because I didn't have plans uh, when I was doing the, the last episode. The weekend really snuck up on me. I, I can't believe it's July already. 
but I did. Um, I had a barbecue w- with a bunch of friends yesterday, and that was a blast. And I, I, I do have some things going on this weekend. I'm going to get together with, with some more friends and family uh, today, later on tonight, and um, celebrate what little freedoms we have left. <laughs> um, but really, it's just, for me, it's more of an excuse to just uh, be outside and, and grill and drink and all, all my favorite things to do. Couldn't get out on a boat, though, this weekend, which was too bad. The, the boats were unavailable even though the weather has been pretty perfect over here in Chicago. This is, you know, the, the few good months of weather in Chicago, June, July, August, some of September. That's really all we get. We, we spend the rest of the year waiting for these months. And uh, actually, I, I might, I know I've been talking about this for a while, but I think I'm going to scoot off to Mexico pretty soon. As soon as I get confirmation that I can actually use the condo, I know Mexico is open. I just don't know what's going on with the condo. So hopefully Monday I'm going to get a firm answer on that. And then who knows, my next broadcast might be from south of the border. I will definitely still continue to do the show. I will just be doing it from a much better situation than what I got going on over here in Chicago under lock and key. And with Lori Lightfoot shutting everything down and making sure that we're we're not allowed to have any fun here in Chicago. All you can do is really protest or sit inside of your house and and wait. You know, stay home, stay safe. Lori Lightfoot's orders. So anyway, I do have to apologize. I am a day late with this episode. I planned on doing it yesterday. But, uh, you know, a couple things came up. I had an unexpected house guest for the day. And then I had a uh, a little gathering to attend to at a at a friend uh, of mine's house, so it just uh, I, I couldn't fit it in. And I figured, you know, I'll, I'll just release my Fourth of July episode on the Fourth of July, even though most people probably won't be listening to podcasts today. At least you'll have the rest of the weekend to tune in. Although, who knows? Most of the cities around the country have canceled the 4th of July celebrations, which is just uh, dripping with irony, of course. So maybe you're looking for something to do on July 4th because you can't have a celebration. Your town or your city won't be lighting off any fireworks because, you know, coronavirus. So we don't get to celebrate our our freedoms today, (laughs) which is absolutely perfect. Just the perfect metaphor for where America is as a country this day and age. On Independence Day, the day we celebrate our independence from Great Britain, for those of you not familiar with um, with what July 4th is all about, which is, you know, if you've been um, brainwashed in government schools your entire life and you haven't gotten out much, chances are you, you might not know why we celebrate on the 4th of July, or who we're celebrating our independence from, you know, from this oppressive overseas government that was trying to tell us what to do and how to live and how much we had to kick up to our wise overlords across the pond. In perfect irony, our wise overlords in Washington, D.C., and in all the states around the country have canceled their July 4th celebrations. We're not going to celebrate the birth of this nation and the supposed freedoms we enjoy as Americans. Nope, not going to do that. Why? Well, because our government told us not to. 
told us that we can't. And, of course, we shall obey as good little subjects, just like those rugged individuals that shed blood for our freedoms, right? That they were known for obeying the decrees of government. <laughs> but that's where we are. Americans today, we will dutifully carry out the orders of, that, that come down from our government in Washington. The 4th of July here in Chicago, in the Chicagoland area, has been canceled. I know it was canceled out west in California, too. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody is officially having 4th of July celebrations, but there will be no fireworks here. There will be no nothing. You're not allowed to celebrate this holiday. Of course not. But if you want to have a protest, that's perfectly fine, as long as you're protesting the correct issues, the correct cause, you know, like Black Lives Matter or tearing down these um, statues and monuments to racism like Mount Rushmore or if you're celebrating gay pride. That's perfectly fine. 60,000 people all standing in close proximity. That That's no big deal at all as long as you're protesting the the right cause and as long as you're um, protesting to further destroy the fabric of America and calling for more government intrusion into our lives, that's going to be perfectly acceptable. It is just really unbelievable to, to take a step back and look at where we are and where we've come from. It's just like they're closing the beaches too. All the beaches are closed for 4th of July weekend because God forbid you should be able to go to the beach. Yep, you can't use that beach that supposedly belongs to you because your government said that you can't. And I mean, oh, the beach is just the perfect example of how much freedom we have lost. Aside from the fact that they can just close it whenever they feel like it and make it illegal for people to use the beach that allegedly belongs to them, even when the beaches are open, the stifling nature of government is on full display absolute full display the beach used to be the ultimate expression of freedom standing on the beach you know looking across the vast ocean with nothing but freedom as far as the eye can see sitting in the sand under the sun drinking an ice cold beer listening to music staring out into the sea of endless possibilities and unknowns maybe venturing out into the sea to explore explore what's out there, or just walking along the beach at sunset, just pure tranquility and, and freedom. Or maybe you're throwing the ball to your dog who's off leash, running around as happy as can be, and then once night falls, you get a huge bonfire going and party deep into the night, not a care in the world, just the ultimate freedom. And of course, who wouldn't want to be able to do that? Everybody loves to go to the beach and exercise their freedoms. Ah, but, you know, then, of course, the government comes along and was like, you know what? No, no, no more bonfires on the beach. I mean, there, there's all those trees and everything that can catch fire. The, these fires could really get out of hand. It's too dangerous. There, there'll be no more drinking on the beach, no smoking on the beach, no dogs on the beach, no grilling on the beach, no throwing balls other than volleyballs on the beach, no frisbees. And the rules just kept coming and coming, eroding away all of our freedoms as we stood idly by. And I'm not kidding about this. I mean, we all know that, that these rules exist, we, but do we really know to the extent of how far things have gone? This was, I remember years ago, this was like maybe 10 years ago now, 
I remember reading about this new ordinance out in California, which is like you know known for their beaches. And it was like a 40 page thing that had all sorts of ridiculous rules. It made throwing footballs illegal, throwing frisbees illegal and stuff like that. You couldn't dig a hole deeper than 18 inches unless you, you know, went down to city hall and, and pulled a permit, you know, paid, paid money, got permission from your government. And in the span in like, of like 50 years, maybe we went from the beaches being the ultimate expression of freedom and total liberty to the beach being, oh, you can't do anything but basically just sit there. Turn off the music. Get your dog out of here. No beer, no smoking, no football, no food. The hole is too deep. You've gone too deep digging in the sand there. And Oh, yeah, by the way, here's a $1,000 fine. That is America today, the land of the free. It's funny because all that stuff that was illegal now in America is totally acceptable in other countries like Mexico that we think of being like really, you know, oppressive places, I guess. Or I don't know if oppressive is the right word, but like we're supposed to be the land of the free, not Mexico. That's why all, all these Mexicans are trying to get over the border and come here. But their beaches, I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want on a beach in Mexico. There are basically no rules there. They're far freer than we are. You can have your dog off leash, throw the ball. I, I grill on the beach all the time in Mexico. It's a great time. It's fantastic. Have a little fire going at night. It's, it's not a problem. So this is a great little microcosm for American society now. What has become of the beach, what used to be the ultimate freedom, is now just a constant reminder of our relegation from free individuals to essentially slaves that are granted basic privileges from government. Everyone thinks that, you know, 160 years ago, we freed the slaves and all the black people left the plantation and eventually got their freedom commensurate with the rest of America, right? This is what we tell ourselves. But that's not what happened. We are all slaves. We've enslaved all of ourselves to an all-powerful government. Black people never got off the plantation, and instead of freeing them, the rest of America decided to join them. Slowly but surely, that this whole country has turned into one big slave plantation, and we're all just a bunch of slaves that go around begging the government for some special privileges. And the sad thing is that most Americans are perfectly happy with that. In fact, they don't even realize that they're being uh, shackled. They don't want freedom, at least not true freedom in the real sense of the word. They don't want liberty. They want the government to grant them special privileges and provide them with free stuff. This is all the rage these days. Every politician gets up there. Healthcare should be free. Housing should be free. Education should be free. The cure for the coronavirus should be free and provided to you by government. That is not freedom. That is dependence. That's oppression by providing us with stuff and remember first of all the government doesn't have anything in the first place they can't provide you with anything that they don't first take from somebody else so in order to provide you with something for free they must first take something from one segment of society and give it to the to another but at the same time by providing something they are eliminating 
choices for you to make. If the government provides you health care, that's it. That's the health care you get. There are no other options. Unless, of course, you're part of the government, then you get to carve out all sorts of exceptions, exemptions, and workarounds for you to get around the laws that you're forcing your people, all of the subjects, to abide by. They don't have to um, get rid of their fancy health care for Obamacare. No, no. They, uh, They get to do whatever they want. Social Security is another great example. People think that they're free because we get Social Security, and this will allow them to retire and enjoy their golden years once they turn 65. It won't, at least not for much longer. I mean, it's completely bankrupt, but they've eliminated the choice of what people can do with their own money. You are being forced into an intergenerational Ponzi scheme. That is not freedom. That is coercion. And if the Founding Fathers could have known how much freedom we stood to lose, how badly this experiment in limited government could have failed, they would have never declared independence in the first place. We were far better off under the rule of King George. I was just watching the other uh, yesterday morning. I, I, uh, I woke up kind of early and I watched uh, The Patriot. Great move. Mel Gibson, right? And there, there's a great line in that movie where he says, we traded one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away. How are we better off? What, just because we get to vote for our tyrants every couple of years? That doesn't make you free. That doesn't make you any less of a slave. What was the tea tax that that got everyone so upset? 2%? Maybe 3%? I forget exactly what it was, but it wasn't higher than 3%. I know that for a fact. On tea... One on one beverage that you can easily make yourself and avoid the tax, too. That's the funny thing. I would fucking kill to only have to pay 3% of everything. All of my property, all of my income. That would be incredible. It would be a dream come true. But nope. Now we get to surrender about half of everything that we have to our rulers. Half of everything. And then when you die, they take another half. It never ends. But hey, you know, you get to vote. You at least get to vote. You get to pull that lever every couple of years. You get this illusion of representation, whatever the fuck that means. It's another one of those words that government has just taken and totally perverted the meaning of. I've never had representation from government in my entire life. Not once. There's not even an option close to representing me and my interests. As if that's even possible for everyone to get representation. It is a fantasy, okay? 320 million people all being represented simultaneously. This is nonsense. This is a pipe dream. And it's hilarious to me that libertarians or anarchists get labeled as being, you know, unrealistic or um, as like a fantasy, you know, oh, it sounds good, wouldn't work in reality kind of thing. Where's the wishful thinking, really? The idea that you can be represented. I mean, I don't even think they could represent 10 people simultaneously, let alone a couple hundred million. That's the fantasy. But that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about what it means to be an American, or at least what it used to mean, and the foundational ideas of America, because nobody really talks about this stuff anymore. 
it's all about, you know, how this country was founded on slavery and conquest and built on the backs of slaves and everything's racist and everything's evil and blah, 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 right? And, and none of this stuff is taught in schools anymore. You can watch those videos of kids being quizzed on the street about Independence Day and the birth of the nation, and it, it becomes very clear that they have no idea what's going on what ideas this country was founded on, what made it special and unique, and what ultimately brought about its demise. And if you don't know what the founding principles are and the founding ideas that, that made this country what it was, then you won't know when they're being taken away from you and destroyed by an oppressive tyrant, by a tyrannical government, the one thing that America was supposed to prevent from coming into existence. And no doubt that that is the goal. You don't know what you don't know. And if they don't teach you what we once had as Americans, the freedoms and liberties that we enjoyed, then you don't have to worry about people taking up arms as you continue to strip them of their rights. And there seems to be a, a great deal of confusion about what a right is and where our rights come from. You hear politicians talk all the time, you know, healthcare is a human right. Education is a human right. These are not rights, okay? A, a right cannot enforce an obligation on somebody else to provide it to you. You have to be able to enjoy your rights independently without infringing on the rights of other people. And our rights didn't come from government. Okay, that was the groundbreaking idea of America. So I want to talk a little bit more about that today. But first, let's take a quick second and thank our other sponsor for today's show, and that is, of course, Lorenzotti Coffee. And if you find yourself in need of some premium Italian coffee or some coffee brewing equipment like an espresso machine or something like that, you can go to lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION to get 10% off your order, and you get free shipping if you spend at least $15. So make sure you go and do that. Support the sponsors that help make this show possible and get yourself a nice tin of coffee in the process. That's Lorenzotti.coffee, L-O-R, E as in Edward, N as in Nancy, Z as in Zebra, O-T-T-I, dot coffee, promo code FICTION for 10% off your order. And let's get back into the show, shall we? You see, America was supposed to be different than all the other countries. We were supposed to be unique. And what made us unique was this idea that our rights preceded our government. That's what made America different from Great Britain and all of the rest of Europe. You see, these old countries, everyone was a subject of the crown. You had no rights. You started at zero and you gradually, over time, gained privileges from the crown. The crown would grant you a new right or what amounts to a privilege from time to time to keep you from essentially putting their head in a guillotine, right? You started with a, a huge, an all-powerful government that had all of the power, and they gradually sort of withered away at that, and that government became a little smaller over time. Over time, people were given certain freedoms that they didn't previously have from their wise overlord, from the crown. Just a quick aside, you know, in, in medieval serfdom, which was widely considered 
a very oppressive period of history. What made you a serf was you had to kick up, I think it was 25% of what you produced on the land to your lord. 25%. Think about that. Because right now, we, we kick up more to our lords in Washington than a medieval serf did in, in serfdom. We're being uh, more oppressed than serfs in medieval times. It's incredible. And yet we think we're free. We celebrate our independence. But anyway, America was supposed to be different. And what the founding fathers said was, we have natural rights as individual human beings. They are not granted to us from government. They precede government. We had our rights, and then we created a government to protect them. The rights are gifts from God or from nature. We have all of them. We have 100% of our rights and our freedom and liberty, and they are inalienable. And after our victory in the Revolutionary War, we were free people with all of our rights, all of our power, and we were going to relinquish some of our rights and our freedoms and our power to create this government in order to ensure that our most sacred, inalienable rights are protected. The government didn't give us our rights. We gave the government its limited, enumerated powers. The idea was that we the people were the rulers and the government was our subject. We flipped the whole thing around. We flipped the relationship around from what had existed for thousands of years. Government only existed to serve the people. This was, some might say, the fantasy that they came up with. And we codified it. They codified it in the sacred constitution that all of these politicians swear an oath to uphold right before they begin violating it like they're Jeffrey Epstein and the constitution is some underage little girl. Right? But the Constitution was written in a way that it granted certain powers, very few, few and defined, according to James Madison, that is a direct quote, few and defined powers to the federal government, and then it denied powers to the states. That's how it worked. And it all sounded so good and so well thought out until you really start to dig into it and you realize that it's full of contradictions and problematic scenarios that basically ensure the whole thing would eventually come crumbling down. That's why the great minds like the uh, Lysander Spooners of the world, when they examine this Constitution, realize that the Constitution either authorizes the type of government that we have today or it's incapable of stopping it from happening. Either way, it's unfit to exist. We allow them to get away with things like interpreting the Constitution. They love to talk about how the, the Constitution needs to be interpreted, like it's written in ancient hieroglyphics or something like that. It doesn't need to be interpreted. It needs to be enforced. But they like to interpret meaning into the Constitution that was never really there because they don't like what the Constitution says and what the Constitution attempts to do. They don't want their powers to be few and defined and limited. They want unlimited power, and they want unlimited authority over all of us. And those of us who understand what the Constitution meant and the foundational ideas of America, we all get to sit back and watch this train wreck in slow motion 
while the rest of the lemmings uh, are cheering it on, are out there cheering it on. The irony is that the reason we were able to become the richest nation on earth and the most prosperous people the world had ever seen was precisely because we limited the government and we maximized the freedom. It's not a coincidence that the maximum freedom and minimum government created the most prosperity. That's the formula. Not a coincidence. The problem is that as you become more prosperous, if you have a limited government that funds itself by taking a portion of that prosperity, well, then it's going to inevitably get bigger and bigger and more powerful as the people become more and more prosperous. And then you get to that tipping point where people become less prosperous and the government just keeps taking more and more away from the people and enriches itself on the back of its subjects. That's just one of the many reasons why I don't think it's possible to have a limited government and we need to strive for no government at all. But anyway, it it didn't take long for that um, relationship, that idea that the people rule the government and the government serves the people, for that relationship to just completely flip-flop. And what's amazing is that there's a large portion of the American people that still believe that dynamic exists today. They will recite it like good little subjects anytime you question the role of government and the relationship to the people. They'll start chanting things like, they work for us. Nothing could be further from the truth. And we see this everywhere. Go back to the beach example. If they really worked for us, if government was truly our servant and we were the masters, how can they just close it off to us? You see, if the people gave the government its power to protect our rights, then the government shouldn't have the ability to take away any of our rights. Because they didn't give us the rights in the first place. They aren't theirs to take. The government was created to secure rights we already had naturally. Not to give us stuff. Not to take away certain rights from people and then gradually give them back if we throw a big enough temper tantrum. And yet they do it all the time. This is their, their modus operandi. The government isn't supposed to have the power to steal from us regularly as much as they want to, to enrich themselves and to buy votes to stay in power. The servants aren't supposed to be able to rob and control the masters. But that's exactly the dynamic that persists today. I mean, think about it. Think about the fact that they can take 100% of what you earn if they decide to. The only reason it's 35% is because that's what they've decided to take. If they decided they wanted to take 80%, it would be 80%. And if they have the power to take everything from us, whenever they decide and lock us up in cages, whenever we run afoul of their tens of thousands of laws, are we really a free people or are we slaves? There's no reason to celebrate Independence Day anymore. Because all of those freedoms that we fought the British to get, those are gone. They're long gone. We should be mourning the loss of our independence, of our liberty on July 4th. There's nothing to celebrate here. This is a sad day. It should serve as a constant reminder of how much we've lost, how much we've surrendered to Washington, and how dependent Americans have become on the Bernie Sanders of the world. Stealing from some people to provide things to others. 
This is a tragedy. This is a failed experiment. We started with the smallest government in the world and 100% of our rights and our liberty. And we've now got the biggest, most oppressive government the world has ever seen. And we're not even allowed to leave our house without a government-sanctioned outfit covering our faces. Can't go to restaurants. Can't open your business without permission. If you try to, they'll arrest you, throw you in a cage. Can't go outside. You can't gather with too many people. Better stand six feet apart. This is where we are. America should go down in history as the most tragic story of an epic fall from grace. We had everything. We were the most prosperous and free people the world had ever seen, and we squandered all of it. We let it slip right through our grasps to the point where there's practically nothing left. We're grasping at straws. We were handed this great thing, and we lost it. Lost all of it. We had a republic, and it devolved into what the Founding Fathers' biggest fear was. Democracy. And not only that, but democracy has gone from being our biggest fear, something that should be avoided at all costs, to something that is cherished and idolized, like a religious sacrament. The American people are too stupid to realize that we got bait and switched, and they've convinced us that the one thing we should have done everything in our power to stop from happening, becoming a democracy, They've now convinced us that that's the goal. That's, that's what we need to strive for, democracy. We need to make everything a democracy. And you can go back and listen to my previous episodes where I lay out all the problems with that. Democracy is a farce. And interestingly enough, you won't find the word democracy in any of those founding documents, not the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. So, of course, it's fitting that that is now what we've got, right? There's no mention of it anywhere, but that's what we've got now. That's what we've ended up with. And it's a complete disaster. I mean, it's all over as far as I'm concerned. It's time that we have another Independence Day where we declare our independence from America. You know, it's funny. I remember watching some of those man on the street 4th of July interviews and they would ask people who America declared their independence from. And some people would actually say their answer to that question would be the United States. So according to them, America was declaring its independence from America. But that's now basically what has to happen, what we have to do. We need to declare our independence from America. Get the hell out of here. I don't see any other viable way of getting any of our liberty back. Once they take something from us... We never get it back. And once a government institution is created, it never goes away. It's never happened, and it never will happen. We aren't going to be able to vote our rights back. I think we just need to secede, declare our independence once again, and not fall victim to this fantasy of a government limiting its power and authority over the people that they rule. That would be cause for a celebration. So as you're getting together with family and friends this weekend to celebrate our independence from Great Britain, take a step back and, and look at where we are as a country and how far we've strayed from the founding principles of America and what this country was supposed to be. It's a very sad story, as I pointed out. And this is a very bittersweet holiday 
at least for me, because I liked the idea, the initial idea of America. I like that idea, but, but to see what it, you know, how miserably it failed and what it turned into, it, it's depressing. Like they, we literally did everything we possibly could do to create a country with a, a, a limited government with few and defined powers. And look what happened. Look how quickly it all unraveled. And yet there are still people that think th- this is possible, <laughs> that we still have a, a limited government and that we, we could somehow vote our way back to where we were a couple of hundred years ago in terms of the, the scope and, and power of government. We can't. I mean, th- th- that ship has sailed. We can't even slow it down at this point. I, I mean, we have to draw a line in the sand and just uh, this far and no farther. But that's not happening. That's not happening. They, they just keep inching further and further on down the road to tyranny. And I don't understand why more people can't see how unworkable this is. And it's one of the reasons why I finally turned over to anarcho-capitalism, because it's impossible to limit a government. It grows like a cancer. It grows like a cancer, and there's no stopping it. We, it's like the, uh, the solution, apparently, to stop the government cancer is more government cancer. That's, that's our solution to this problem. That's what they've convinced us is the, is the way to go. And, man, have they convinced a lot of people. And I'm going to do everything I can to convince them otherwise. But this is going to be a long uphill battle. And we are never going to be able to get back to where we want to be by operating within the apparatus that the government has created. There's no government solution to eliminating government. It's going to be up to us. It's going to be up to us to declare our independence from them and just cut that fucking umbilical cord. We, we, we just need a complete separation. we got to go our, our own separate ways. I, I don't see any other way around this. So while you celebrate your 4th of July independence from Great Britain, you should also be mourning our dependence on an all-powerful government in our backyard and the, the just huge embarrassing failure that this experiment turned out to be and i'm gonna wrap there guys try to enjoy your weekend don't let this depress you too much (laughs) there are still little things that we can enjoy little freedoms that we can enjoy here or there try to sneak around your government and find those and have yourself some fun do me a favor and share this episode with somebody that you think would enjoy it and then somebody that you think just needs to hear it because I don't, a lot of people need to know what's really going on here and, and where we really are as a country and where we've come from. There are uh, millions of people out there that need to hear this message. And if you're getting value from it, chances are you know somebody else who can get value from it too. So share the show. Follow me on Twitter at Pedal Fiction. And if you want to support my cause monetarily, you can go to pedalingfictionpodcast.com. And if you can do all that for me, I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you guys know the drill. Just keep on pedaling that so-called fiction. Peace.